What's up, what's up, what's up, my beautiful Hey Queen Thrive people? Hope all is well. It's your girl, Leah M. Forney, back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive Season 2. Listen, I'm so excited, yo. Like, Season 2 has been absolutely awesome, awesome, awesome. And honestly, y'all, I'm already thinking about Season 3. Isn't that crazy? I'm already thinking about Season 3, but I'm thinking that I might make Season 3 a live show. I don't, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. I'm thinking it might be a live show just so that you guys have the opportunity to like ask your questions and comments and all that good stuff. Like I'll still probably upload it to like the podcast so people can listen to it, but I'm thinking it might be a live show. But anyway, hope all is well. Listen, we are in the month of June already. Like where the hell has the time gone? I hope you guys are enjoying this summertime weather. I hope you ladies are out here summertime fine. Yes, sir. I hope y'all men are out there being summertime handsome. Listen, I'm 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 so excited you guys because I don't know if I mentioned it. I might have. You know, I do I do so many interviews and episodes. I I lose track of what I've mentioned, I promise you. But in case I haven't mentioned, your girl has been writing and producing her very first doc, uh, documentary. And I'm super excited about it. Um, it's called Silent No More. Um, and it's really the unheard stories of black and brown women that have been impacted by sexual assault. And the reason why I decided to do this film, right? Shout out to my girl, my sis, Teresa Mitchell over at Janae Productions. Um because as a black woman who has gone through sexual assault and the feelings around not being heard, not being seen, not being validated, and then the work that I do as a sexual assault advocate and activist, I I literally was like, okay, I, I need to be able to tell these stories, right? And I knew God was shifting me out of book writing because he had already told me that, like, <laughs> But one thing I tell people all the time, just because he stops using your gift in one capacity doesn't mean he's going to ever stop using the gift, right? Because people kept just telling me like it was like, what? What do you mean your eighth book is your your last book? And if you don't have a copy of my new book, Born to be on Brown, it, please check it out on my website. You can grab a signed copy that way. Um, but people kept saying... Like, what do you mean this is your eighth book and your final book? And and that was because if you've read any of my books, it was kind of like a building block of my heal, healing journey. And so the eighth book, the final book, Born to Be Unbound, was me writing from a healed place. So I knew God was going to shift me in that. Um, and I knew he was shifting me because in 2022, he was like, you know, there's more to you than just an author, right? Like, we're going to begin to tap into those other gifts that I put in you, right? And so writing is still something I do naturally, right? I, if you're a part of my Thrive Tribe, you get my emails that I send out. <laughs> so writing is something I do naturally. Um, but I also wanted to like tap into these other aspects of me. And so filmmaking came into play and I was having a great conversation with my sis, Teresa Mitchell, and she's been here on the show um, because I was a part of her documentary called Life After Loss, which tell, talks about Black maternal health issues in the Black and Brown community. And so she already had the production company, right? And I was like, yo, this is something I really want to do. And so she was like, yeah, let's do it or whatever. Like, we could partner up. And so, y'all, we, we got our crew. We got our film team. Like, I'm, I'm interviewing, you know, people left and right. We've solidified a few slots or whatever, 
Um, but I'm so excited, y'all. I'm so excited. Like we are literally days away from actually shooting the film. And I'm I'm excited, y'all. I'm so, so excited. And so if everything goes well, I might be able to release it at the end of the year or at least have a trailer by the end of the year. Um, but if not, it will definitely be releasing April 2023 during Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And you know me, your girl is going to do it big, right? I'm definitely going to throw a party. I'm definitely going to celebrate, you know, these these both these dynamic films. We're going to celebrate them. And I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. So definitely stay tuned. Definitely stay connected to me on all my social medias because that's where you'll find this information. And so listen, June is here, y'all. June is here, right? And so listen, one of my favorite days in June, outside of Father's Day, right? Shout out to all the Black fathers. And then of course, you know, we got Juneteenth, which is now a federal holiday. Yes, sir. That means it's finally being recognized for what it is, right? And so we got that day off, right? And so all my black and brown people, listen, I just need you to be black, black, blackity black, black on June 19th, man. But listen, June 6th, like June 9th, right? 69, right? It's National Sex Educator Appreciation Day, aka 69 Day. Listen, what, uh, what my boy... Um, Joe said 69 was a very good year. Yes, sir. Make sure you are engaging in some type of 69 behavior on June on June 9th. Listen, shout out to all my sex educators and sex therapists. Listen, I salute y'all. I know some dynamic ones and honey, they are changing the game and they are helping people get their whole sex lives together one individual, one couple at a time. So listen, we appreciate, appreciate, appreciate uh, sex educators and sex therapists here at Hey Queen Thrive. So listen, I'm excited to introduce this this guest to you. Again, another amazing person that I connected with on um, Clubhouse. She's just such a beautiful spirit, man. Like she's such a beautiful spirit. I've had the pleasure of just getting to know her, getting to know her brand. And she's just absolutely beautiful, like such a dope soul. And so it is the lovely Bianca Cotton, man. Listen, this lady has this dynamic, dynamic um, organization called Behind the Confident Smile. And man, that title alone like captivated me. And so we just sat down and had a really great conversation about her journey to entrepreneurship, how she was able to overcome and release her fears, her inspiration behind her business, and so much more. So listen, tune in, grab your paper, grab your pen, grab your favorite drink, tune in. And of course, you already know, I'll be back with Thriver Nuggets. What's up, my beautiful Hey Clean Thrive family? Listen, I got another amazing guest. Listen, we connected on Clubhouse. I always tell y'all, if y'all not following me on Clubhouse, you need to be following me on Clubhouse because that's where I'll be finding my guests this season. Like, it has just been amazing to connect with so many amazing, dope, like-minded Black women on these Clubhouse streets. But I got the one, the only, the lovely Bianca Cotton in the Hey Queen Thrive building. How are you, beautiful? I am lovely, and thank you for having me in this space today. Don't be needed. Listen, (laughs) listen, we were just talking offline, like how it has just been one of those Mondays where you just like, Jesus, if you could just give me just a little bit of that strength of yours, we'd be all right. So tell the people a little bit about yourself. 
So I call myself a hope dealer. Yes. Um, because I just feel that emanates through me. God gives me light to be light in dark places yes. to deliver hope where there's no hope. So I'll start there being a hope dealer. Uh, I'm a woman, a mother, a wife, a sister, a aunt, a daughter, a granddaughter, all of those things, friend. Yeah. And I just really enjoy loving on people. Yes. Through uh, inspiration, encouragement, poetry, yeah. my books, podcasts, yeah. intimate yeah. conversations. Yeah. Whatever creative means that God gives me, that's mm -hmm. how I like to um, commune with people. I love it. I love it. I love that you led with who you are at your core, you know, because a lot of times when people say, tell me about yourself, we quick to rattle off those, those accolades. We quick to be oh, like, yeah. you know, I'm an author, I'm a coach, I'm this, like we quit. And I love that you decided to be like, nah, I'm going to say who Bianca is at my core. Cause at my core, I'm a hope dealer. That's what we doing over yeah. here. I, come on now. Listen, in 2022, <laughs> Lord knows we need some hope because honey, it's only February 7th on this recording, and we like Jesus, like help I mean, the people. Say it. I was <laughs> like, we in month two. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We need some help already. So listen, I have this question I asked all my guests, and that is, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a queen that thrives? Oh, you know, and this season of my life. I would say learning to be who you were created to be unapologetically. Mm, yes. Um, thriving in that, right? Yeah. We there are so many messages we receive on a daily basis, mm -hmm. whether it's from loved ones, friends, the workplace, yeah. social media, the news, yeah, whoever, wherever. And if we aren't careful, we can believe everything else. Come on. But what we know to be true about who we are. Mm. Come on. And in this season, I am believing in who God created me to be on the deeper level. Yes. And that level, nobody can shake. Come on. Listen, we ain't even gotta go no further. Did y'all listen? Li did y'all hear that on a deeper level? Because I promise you, it's something about knowing not only who you are, but whose you are. Like really yes. knowing that, no. right? Like I tell people, and shout out to my girl Dr. Bates who coined that. But it's about having that confidence. It's different oh, when you yeah. have confidence, but you got Godfidence. Like, you know that you know that you know. I don't care what I go through, right? I don't I care. Know who I am. Right, I know, I know who I'm I am. I'm going to make it out. Come on. I'm going to make it Come out. On. I'm going to overcome. So for me, that's thriving. Being, yeah. being settled in my identity. Mm. Come on in here. Help the people, Bianca. <laughs> Listen, be settled in your identity. Be settled. Woo! 
Listen, that's good. That is good, honey. Look, God, you talking already. <laughs> you talking already. Listen. And being and being still in that, right? Mm. And and being okay with um evolving. Yes. Yes. And and being able to face change mm-hmm. within that evolution. Come on. Cause you're not the same person you were. And I, and I think that we, especially as black women, we got to do better with celebrating the growth, celebrating the evolving, right. Recognizing, like I told, like I went, when I went out of town for the funeral, I went back to a place I used to live. And I said to God, I said, wow, I've grown so much that this place is out. I've outgrown this place because it felt so small, right? Like I was coming back into a place that just felt so small. Like I was no longer there. And we got to be grateful that God allows us to evolve in that way where we're no longer bound and contained and boxed in in these little small spaces that ain't serving us. Listen, we can talk about that all day. (laughs) I mean, to add to that, you know, I just wrote in my little notepad real quick last week about feeling liberated. Mm. It's It's something about liberation. Come on. That it doesn't matter what's happening around you. And yes, we, we feel and we have emotion, but once you get a taste of liberation, come on. Woo. Nobody can tell me different. It's like Listen. I'm liberated because I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I and I know who I am at a greater level because I continue to do the inner work. Come on. Come on. It doesn't help them. stop. It's can it's a continuous yes. development plan yes. that the Lord has you on. And if you choose Come to on. opt into it, it's a beautiful journey. Yes. Girl, listen, we can talk about that all day because there's so much freeing and being free. And there's so much I love, like I my, my latest book that's releasing this year is called Born to Be Unbound because for the first time in my life, I truly understand that that's what God created me to be. He created me to be unbound. He created me to be boundless. He created me to be liberated, to not put the limits. We put limits on ourselves. We allow people to put limits on ourselves. And when I really researched it and God gave me Isaiah 61, that was the foundational scripture about that is what he called you to be, to be free, to walk in it. And there's something that comes with that. There's a confidence that comes with that. There's a joy that comes with that. There's a peace that comes with that. Oh yeah. That when you know that you know that you know, you like it, you know, all right. So that happened. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Like God you could be burning down. Honey. How how are you so calm? I said, Well, because when you know commune with the Lord. Hello, because when you know that you know that you know. Regularly. Uh Uh-huh. This is not a gas station. Stop for me. Come on. I fill up regularly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Look, you preaching to the people already, honey. Let's let look. We're going to have to. I mean, again, this is when we talk about evolution of ourselves, the the 
the Bianca you hear today is not the Bianca huh. from last year. It's not the Bianca from a year before that. It's not the Bianca from a year before that. So I celebrate every version of me. Yes. Because without without those versions of me, you wouldn't have the me here. Huh. Listen, I said to one of my dear friends the other day, I said, people will clap for the for what they see, right? They see the results. They didn't see the process. Right. So I'm in a place in my life where I'm, I'm successful and people are like, oh, my God, Leah, you're doing this and you're doing that. And that don't mean nothing to me because I'm like, yeah, but you didn't see the days that I was broke, busted and disgusted. You didn't see the days where the trauma was whooping my behind. You ain't see the homeless days. You didn't see the days where I was like, Jesus, if you don't step in and intervene, I don't know what's going to happen. You didn't see the depressed days. So what you're right. seeing is the results of my evolution. But you didn't go through that process. So don't be mad at me if in 2022 you see me out here clapping and celebrating because I'm celebrating that I'm no longer who I was used to be. I'm yes. celebrating that the way I used to handle some things ain't the way I handle some things. Say it. Listen, <laughs> I told somebody the other day, I said, listen, I've always been a fighter. God just taught me how to fight differently. So I don't got to lay hands on you now. I just go pray. And, and talk to yeah. them spirits and talk to, and, and that's how I fight. He has taught me, yeah, I'm gonna still use the fighter in you. We just gonna use it in a different level. Mm. Yeah, listen, this is gonna be good. Oh, yeah. So look, <laughs> season two, we are focusing on purpose. Talk to me about your journey to discovering your purpose. Ooh, child. So I'll go back to 2017. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um. I'll start there. In 2017, I had my first child. And it's something about having that first child from your womb, because mm. I have a bonus son who's mm -hmm. uh, older than her, um, that gives you the experience of God's love, like wow. how he, how he feels about us yeah. how he cares for us and mm -hmm. children teach me that mm -hmm. like this is this is just a a pint size of yeah what how the father sees me and feels about me yeah and I wasn't ready to go back to work um because I was so attached to this little human being mm -hmm. um that I had just given birth to and wanted to protect her at yeah. all costs <laughs> not saying that other people couldn't but I was just like yeah mama, I ain't ready I'm mama I ain't bear ready and my prayer was before my maternity leave was over like Lord show me how I can make some money and quit my job now <laughs> right I pray one of prayers listen he said be specific like if you're gonna ask he said him, be specific be, be very so specific. I was. and the Lord told me something I didn't something I was like how is that gonna help me quit my job today <laughs> right. it was like start blogging and encouraging women mm. and I said say what <laughs> and I didn't do it wow so story continues that's maybe like April 2017 maybe March or April in June, mm -hmm. I go back to pray the same prayer. I'm back at work by now. And he was like, I already told you what to do. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I start blogging to encourage women. What, what, what you want me to say? Right, right, right. It was like, speak from your life. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> right. For my life, honey, like Lord, you know how private I am. Like, yeah, yeah, you want me to say what? Right, right. So, I started blogging, I was no vegan this time around, Mm -hmm. and I was producing blogs once a week. And I didn't even post them to Facebook, I would just text them to friends, (laughs) like, hey, you know. It was it was helping me to build my confidence mm-hmm. and also come out of hiding. Yeah. Come and on. So I started like texting and then eventually I started posting in the social media like, oh, I got a blog. And I would be like, oh my God, like are people reading it? You know, yeah, going through, yeah, yeah. Going through facing the fear of what somebody would think about my story, mm-hmm. about me encouraging women and all these um. Uh, I would say um, lies that I was fighting against like who are you to encourage women through blogging and um, you not a a life coach or a trained Mm -hmm. professional Mm -hmm. like all these things right that I was fighting against but I kept fighting I kept writing and the more I wrote the more women told me that it blessed them, that it was what they needed to hear in that moment. And getting that feedback kept building my confidence in God. Like, okay, I know I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And now that was June, hit December of 2017. I released my first book. And this book has sat on my computer for like three years out of fear Mm -hmm. of, what others would say about really getting to know me in a more intimate way yeah yeah and and I did my first release the fear meetup in December of 2017 too so in about five to six months God had shifted me yeah into purpose off of a prayer of (laughs) wanting to stay home with my daughter I love it I guess I have something bigger yeah yeah come on that that prayer is too small Mm. I have have some women out here that need what you have and they've been needing what you have so I am going to use you to reach them come on even if you are scared and I'm going to use you to reach them to help them release their fears because I have helped you to do that throughout your whole life yeah yeah Wow. To overcome your whole life. Yes. To, to ask for things that you you kind of doubted what happened, but you asked. Mm-hmm. You were bold enough to ask. To ask. And so that's that's how I came into this greater awareness. Yeah, yeah. Of my purpose and reaching women who needed to release their fears and walk in love and live in hope and be healed from past hurts which is the vision of behind the confidence smile yeah girl listen I'm sitting here like first of all 27 it's funny that you released your first book in 2017 because I released mine's April 1st 2017 and I and that day was so it, it was so God and so strategic because 
April 1st used to be a really bad day for me. Like it was a day that something traumatic happened to me. And I was just like, oh, I hate April 1st. And that was the day that God was like, and now I'm about to make it a great day because we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna change that narrative. It's not gonna be a bad day. So I released my very first book on that day. But I can relate to God telling you to do something and you like, huh? Come again. <laughs> I, always, listen, I always tell people, people that are truly called by God are not excited when the call comes. They're not like, oh no. Jesus didn't call me. We about to go. They like, wait, what? Like, what you say? You want me to start what? You did I me- hear that right? Right. Like, like did I hear that right? <laughs> you want me to do what? You want me to start the business? What, huh? With Jesus, what bi- and I always think about <laughs> Moses. And how Moses was that one that was like, you want me to do what now? You want me? All right. So you want me to go back to the place that I had killed that, somebody. That I killed somebody. And you know, I stuttered. Like, right. how are these people going to believe me? And like, I mean, he had, he had every reason and excuse to not. Right? Listen. And that was, I started to sound like that a little bit. Like, Lord, like. I'm in grad school. Right. I'm working full time. I got two kids. I'm married. Um, I'm breastfeeding. So I barely get sleep. Like, you want me to do what? Say what? And so, right. Right. Like, funny, funny story. When I was writing these blog posts and I was sharing it with folks, they like, when do you have time to write? When do you, how are you able to do this? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, you want to know? I'll tell you. I said, um, when I'm on public transportation, I pull out my phone and I ask the Lord to show me what to write and I write it in my phone. Listen. I said, when I'm on my lunch break, I ask the Lord to show me what to say yeah. and I write it. I said, you know, when I'm pumping this milk in the, uh, in the lactation room, <laughs> I love it. I, I love was like, it. I would, I would use any free moment yeah. to do what he called me to do because to do I knew that I didn't have a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to get very creative mm-hmm. with how I fulfilled this assignment. Listen. And that's how strategic he is because, and then to the world, it looks so effortless, right? Like people will say, girl, when you got, how you bang out eight books and I'm trying to write one. And I'm saying like, girl, I don't know how I bang out eight books, but you know, he just give it to me. And then I'm like, all right, well, you just going to give me the words. I don't know what we saying it is, but that's how, but he makes it look so effortless. And we'd be over here like, Honey, if you only knew behind the scenes how this was really going down. (laughs) I love it. So I want to talk about behind the confidence smile. Like where talk to us. Like, where did that that inspiration come from? Who the Lord? You know, honestly, you ever had some ideas? You like, yeah, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Like no, this was not a me idea. Mm. This, this goes back to that prayer I prayed um, in 2017. And I asked the Lord, what should I name this blog? Yeah. And at the time, I was heavy on Jonathan Meg Reynolds mm-hmm. and listening to his song, um, 
loving me i think it's called and he talks about what's behind my smile Love right it. he said that it, it caught my attention i was like that's it behind the confidence smile mm. because god started to show me there's so many women like myself yeah who will hide behind their smiles mm -hmm. and pretend like everything is okay but suffering mm -hmm. being tormented yeah secretly wanting community and friendship yeah. and love yeah but fear Come saying on. what they truly want and desire because of past hurts yeah and disappointments yeah. and betrayal mm -hmm. and comparison Come on. and fear Girl. so behind the confidence smile is all about helping women to be okay with their story and yeah. come forward and say, this is who I am. Yeah. That trauma um, does not uh, write my story. No. Yeah. I will not allow it to continue to write my story yeah. and, and keep me bound. Come on. This hurt that's in my heart, I will be free. Yes. I will be healed. Yeah. I will be delivered. Yeah. Because once you start to talk about it, you become Come on. free. You start Come to on. walk in your authority. So Behind the Confidence Now is all about that moving women towards a place of hiding to a place of purpose yes. and to get over the hill yes. and cross the mountain, do whatever you need to do mm -hmm. to get there. Yeah. And know that you're not alone and know that you don't have to suffer in silence with mm -hmm. depression yeah. any longer. Wow. I Listen, I love it because 2021, God put me on this whole journey of fully healing myself. And one of the revelations that I came through was the understanding that trauma was a part of my story. It wasn't the whole story. Because for many of us that have gone through traumatic experiences, we live our lives believing that that's all that is of my life, right? That I'm only gonna have this trauma, the worst things are supposed to happen to me, all of that. And God said to me one day, he said, how long are you gonna keep rehearsing that narrative? How yeah. long are you going to keep believing that this is all I have for you. How long? And I was like, when he challenged me that, I was like, wait, hold up. Flag on the play. How you over here challenging me? But when I That's really true. thought about it, what I realized was that we live our lives waiting for this other shoe to drop that never drops. And so mm -hmm. I had to make a choice. And that's why I tell people healing is a choice. Nobody can force you to heal. You're going to have to make a decision. But when I made the choice, I kid you no lie, Bianca, I said to God, I said, well, what if I just wake up every day expecting your best? What if every day I set the charge, I set the atmosphere and I say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm commanding and I'm declaring degree your best today. I don't know how it's going to come, who is going to come through, but I'm just going to expect it. And when I tell you the shift that happened, the place of growth that I found myself, the peace that I found myself in, because I was no longer bound in this place of trauma. It was like, okay, that happened. It was a part of my story. It ain't the whole story. The story's still being written. You're still here, right? You still got more to accomplish. But it shifted me out of this place of broke, busted, and disgusted 
I, that's all I know to now I'm like, wait, hold up. Cause what I had to realize is that there's a difference between saying, I believe in this God and really believing in this God. Right. There's oh, yeah. a difference between oh, yeah. speaking the scriptures and then being like, do you really got the faith behind the scriptures? In a relationship. Right. <laughs> Cause I would say the Jeremiah 29s and 11s and the Roman eights and 28s and be like, well, God, you promised me exceedingly abundantly above all and all of that. But did I believe it? And so God had really challenged me in 2021 because he was like, you have to understand there's a difference between faith and trusting in me. You can have faith all day, but do you trust that I'm going to bring you through this thing? And so when I really started to wake up and expect his best, game changer. Do you hear me? It was just this freedom. And that's really where Born to be Unbound, my book came from because God really was showing me. I didn't create you to be tied down. I didn't create you to be in bondage. I didn't create you to live this life where you limit yourself. I didn't create you that way because I'm a limitless God. So how would I create you to be limited? You know, and I had to recognize that I had to do the work, that inner work that you were just talking about. I had to do the work. But when I did the work, I was no longer just talking about it. I was being about it. I was no longer my outside and my inside began to match because what God showed me as coaches, you can't walk nobody through a process that you're not willing to walk through yourself. So he put me on that whole journey for a year and a half of, no, I'm going to need you to walk your own process out. And then as you walk your own process out, I'm going to tell you your process. And then this is the process that you're then going to use to help other women get through the other side because he kept talking to me repeatedly about foundational work and doing it. And I'm like, what are we talking about? Like, you know how God just, he give you one word responses and you like, okay. Yeah. Right. Like you got to give me a little bit. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to make a note of that. <laughs> um, now it's real because it's interesting. We talking about trauma um, right now. I just finished a two part Instagram live series um with the special guest that I brought on and we were talking about trauma I said you know I want to focus on the the heal from past hurts portion of the vision of behind the confidence smile because I want women to know that they can heal well so she is a mental health professional and a mental health coach and I said come and let's talk about what is trauma? Let's define it. Mm-hmm. Um, reasons why people may get stuck in trauma. Yeah. And then what are some resources to help people heal well? And so I love it. it's really key that we learn how to heal well. Yes. Because once yes. you learn how to heal well, you can heal again. Come on. You may be traumatized again mm-hmm. by something in the yeah. future. But now you have the tools in your tool belt to say, you know what? I have, I know yeah. what to do. Yes. And if that didn't work, I, I have another option. So we must learn how to heal well. How are we to walk in our purpose yeah. fully? Right. Not crippled. Come on. But fully mm. without healing well. Yes. 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 Must heal well. And so I've been on my healing journey, I would say since 2010. Wow. And so it's been a a myriad of iterations. Mm -hmm. And as I continue the journey with God, he continued to 
to bring me to deeper depths of him. Yes. And I'm just like, man, this is beautiful because my first book, A Journey Through a Beautiful Mind, was born mm-hmm. out of a need to get it out. Yeah, yeah, come on. And, and, and me getting out what was what I was suppressing mm-hmm. since childhood yeah. came out poetically. Yes. So my first book is a um, poetry book and I infused a journal in the back of it so you can start your healing journey. I love it. But I tell folks, if you open up, God will show you how you can start to heal. Yes. And mine came with a journal and a pen. Yes. It started that way. It didn't end, end that way, but right. it started that way. Yes. Because when we talk about if you grew up suppressing your mm-hmm. emotions, mm-hmm. first you have to learn to be okay with yeah, okay with it. Right. And and, right. and to learn how to do that, you got to be honest with yourself before you can be honest with somebody else. You have to check in with yourself. And so what I was doing without knowing what I was doing was checking in with myself by yeah. writing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that because that's very similar journey. Like my writing started as a kid because my parents were both addicts. So it was a way of escape. And I didn't know I was going to be an author. Like God knew that. He knew that part of the story. I did. And I just knew it was a place of release. It was a place to escape my reality. But my first book, Unapologetically Me, that's exactly what it was. It was birthed out of, I need to tell this story about this inner struggle that I had between of loving my mom and hating her all at the same time and how difficult this relationship is. And I'm trying to navigate this relationship. And what I realized, and this is why I tell people what's so transformative about telling our own stories and our truths is that you recognize, because the devil wants you to always believe you by yourself. He always wants you to be oh, like, yeah. don't nobody understand that. And he'd be lying. But when I, right. But when I opened up my mouth and I pinned that book, I had so many women that was like, yo, I thought I was the only one with the mother daughter issues. I thought I was the only one that was like, yo, I love her. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you in front of me? Like, I don't really (laughs) like you right now. And God has showed me just how much power you have in your pen. And that when you're writing, We think we're writing for ourselves, right? But we're writing for other people. He's just using our stories to get other people to understand that you're not by yourself. But I love that you said it started that way and in that way. Because I truly believe as each book that we put out, the closer we are in our healing, wherever we are in our healing, we're now writing from a healed place. See, it's different to write when you're still broken. It's a different writing because you're releasing it. But when you've gotten to that place where you're healed and you're, and now you can write like my, this eighth book for me is that I'm right. I literally wrote that book from a healed place and I read that book and I was like, wow, that's been an amazing journey. Like to get here, to to see these revelations, to see what that inner work has produced is amazing. So I just, I absolutely love that. I love it. So talk to us about how you've been able to release those fears. Cause we, girl, people got them. They <laughs> help them today. You know I have, um, it, it, 
it will sound simple, but I know it can be difficult. Mm -hmm. So I'll say that. How I've been able to release those fears is literally by doing the thing. Mm, Yeah, yeah. So I'll give an example. With my first book, it sat on my computer, like I said, for almost three years. When I was like, I didn't know about self-publishing at that time. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for a publishing company and I was just like, okay, you all aren't in my price range. Right. So, and then, and then the fear started, you know, bubbling up. Maybe it's not meant for you to publish. Come on, come on. And so it sat on my computer in book format, like, right. But in 2017, this was a year, I remember in maybe July, August, Mm. I said to God, I'm ready to release it now. I'm ready to release it because I felt like at this point I was over everything I had wrote. Yeah, yeah. I was ready to let it go. And as soon as I said I was ready to release it, he introduced me to Mm. another Black woman who had just self-published her own book and was like I can show you how to do it come on Mm. so I say all that to say is when you release Mm -hmm. your fear Mm -hmm. the provision is made yeah provision is waiting on you to say I am going I am not going to allow this fear to stop me from moving forward. I will make up my mind Come to on. move forward whether I have the answer or not. Yes. And God is going to meet me in my faith walk. Yes. Listen, the provision is made. Listen, listen. I, I just had to, I got to pause there because that <laughs> people don't understand. And I always say, when it's God, like when you know it's him, you worry, I'd be like, y'all be worried about the wrong things. Because when he give you the plan, know that he got the provision in place. He's just yes. waiting for you to get in position to receive what it is that he had. That's all he was waiting on. He like, all right, I know you're going to write it. I know you're yeah. going to release it. But I'm, 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 I'm waiting on you to stop allowing fear to hinder you. Come on. Doing what I asked you to do and touching lives. So. Wow. Guess how much I end up um paying for my book? How much? Zero dollars. Yeah. Zero dollars. And when I tell people that, they're like, how much did it cost to publish your book? I was like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. And I say that because God will staff you with the people to help you. Come on. And they didn't want anything from me. They was like, right. I just want to help you. Right. I just want to help you. And I was like, are you sure? They're like, I just want to help you. Come on. When it would normally cost hundreds of dollars, sometimes thousands, you you miss out when you don't get I, you don't get in position. Cause even when I so when I wrote my first book, I again like you, then I ain't no self-published. What's that? Had no clue. And I just so happened to go to church at the time with a woman who was a published author who had a small publishing company who did editing and all that like because I thought writing a book was all right I write this on word and boom we're done you know I was totally blind and ignorant to the whole process right but just like you God had her waiting 
for me to just go ahead and say yes to what he told me to do, get in position. And to this day, she's still my editor. And when I tell you she barely charged, I'd be like, Ruth, you're not gonna, you're not gonna <laughs> charge me the real people prices. Like she'd be like, Lee, I've been like your editor since 2017. Like, no, like, like, and I just be like, <laughs> but I know that that's God continuing to favor me because I continue to yes. say yes. And because yes. I continue to say yes, he continues to put people in the right position. He continues to line up the provision because I tell people when you really know it's God, stop worrying about where the money going to come from. Stop worrying about who going to do this and who going to be like, all you got to do is be like, I right, got if This is you. I'm going to need you to get the provision in place because you know what I'm working with. But I know if I put what I'm working with, what you, what you working with, we going to make some things happen. Right. He has it, and I can say he has not failed me yet. Come on, like I mean, I got testimonies on top of testimonies. Come on, even down to like um, when my daughter was born, and we end up having two or three baby showers. People through for us, and this girl had diapers up into month eight, I think. Like, listen. Listen, God will provide. Yes. Yes. We have to, we have to learn how to, um, and I say this, you know, being going through it for some years, but we have to learn how to not allow worry mm -hmm. to distract us Come on. from God's directors. Yes. If he has said a thing. Walk in that thing. Walk in it. Yeah. Because worry will keep us like, well, mm -hmm. we we looking at it with our natural eyes. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't. God told me to start packing because we about to get a house, but I don't see how. Right. So you don't pack, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You are delayed obedience is still disobedience. <laughs> Listen, in my mind, I'm like, the late obedience. Come on in here, it's Holy Spirit. <laughs> like, because so, but people but, don't realize whatever that's he's it. telling, whatever he's saying to you, mm -hmm. believe mm -hmm. it. Come on. And this is coming from a person, again, who had to continue to release fears. And I continue to. Like, yeah. at this point now, it's just, I just be like, yeah. You're not getting me today. Okay, moving on. Like, right. you're not getting me today. Because, right. Because his resume speaks. Happening. Right. And his resume speaks <laughs> for himself. Like, he didn't already proven time and time again, like, I got yes. you. So even when I take I it to you. this new level, I still got you. Still got I, you. I'm still the same God. I mean, got you like my, uh, my youngest. He likes to jump. So he jumped off of three stairs because he know I'm going to catch him. Mm, come I'm on. not going to let him fall. Come on. Right? So that's the same thing that God is saying, like, jump. I'm going to catch you. Mm. Believe Listen. that I will catch you. Listen. Listen, this is getting good, y'all. Believe that you. believe that I'm paying attention because my son doesn't know if I'm paying attention or not. Mm -hmm. But when I see them feet go off the ground, come on. I'm there. I'm alert. Like, all right, like he he jumping. 
my God. Listen, Bianca, God is using you to minister today. I promise you, because this is so good. Listen, I so I gotta ask because girl, we can talk about this all day. God is amazing. 2022 is here. Any goal? Yes. What are you striving for this year? You know, I um I launched a podcast back in November 2021. So one of my goals this year is to continue to produce um, in-depth quality conversations yeah. for women to uh, start to come out of suffering in silence. Yeah, I love and so I have a dope lineup of special guests and I even on some episodes share my poetry so that's one goal is to continue in that vein and to continue impacting women's lives that way and the men who tune in too because yes. they be getting stuff as well another piece is I'm I'm working on another writing project right now and I feel like this book is really writing me um, <laughs> but uh that's what's coming soon is really this is geared to us helping those women who identify as like high achieving go-getting mm -hmm. visionary women mm -hmm. but may be experiencing challenges when it comes to the inner work part it's yeah. like we can do the external hit the goals yes yeah 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 but sometimes our internal is not matching. Yes. Yes. The external. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. So that's what's it. on deck for 2022. <laughs> I love it. I love it because I do believe that the high achieving women, we need that work. You know, it's it's great that we have all the accolades and all that, but God even showed because I'm a high achieving woman, like master's degree, like like. And he had to show me, but yeah, that's great and all, but when your outside and your inside ain't matching, <laughs> there's some work that needs to be done. And so I, I love that that's who you're targeting because especially in a time like this, where we have high achieving individuals committing suicide and all these things that yeah. people are not realizing that just because someone looked like they got it all together, doesn't that's mean that they're not struggling on the inside yeah oh because because who's to say that and, and you know I'm infusing it's my journey because I'm a high achiever I go and yeah. get and I can do the yeah. thing right yeah. but the Lord showed me that until I start healing mm -hmm. from the inside out I put so much energy yeah and attention into going and getting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the healing parts of me or the unhealed parts of me were constantly being triggered yeah Woo! in different environments because I wasn't taking the time mm -hmm. or and sometimes not even knowing come on that is what's happening on the Listen. inside of me yes because of suppressing emotions for so long because like I don't really know what to do with that but mm. I know how to do this stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna so avoid I'm that gonna, I'm I'm gonna stick I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with what I know I'm good at right 
Because I'm going to avoid that because that's uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't really want to do that. that's uncomfortable. But yeah. I'm going to go over here and shine over here. Go, Honey, yeah. listen, listen. Look, this has been such a great conversation. Bianca, before I let you go, please tell the people how they can connect with you. Yes, y'all. Subscribe to my newsletter at BehindTheConfidenceMile.com. You can find me on Instagram at Bianca N. Cotton and Behind the Confidence Smile. Um, DM me, say hi, stop by. I love it. Um, I respond. I love the chit chat. And so, because we all in this together. So yeah, that's how you can find me. That's where you can find me. I love it with Bianca. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming through the Hey Queen Thrive, girl. You just set this whole episode on fire. I know I'm going to be re-listening to it because this has been so good, y'all. Like, make sure y'all are following her and connecting with her because she's amazing. I tell y'all, I only bring the best of the best to Hey Queen Thrive. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for uh, this opportunity and to be chatting with you and be able to pour into um, those who tune in. It's a pleasure. It really is. Listen, shout out to Bianca Cotton. Girl, you are so amazing. You are so dope. Listen, y'all, make sure y'all connect with this powerful, amazing, dope soul. Listen, she just like came through the Hey Queen Thrive and just shut it down. Like we just had such an amazing conversation. Definitely make sure y'all are emailing her and checking out the website, following her on all her social medias. Man, man, this was so good. Bianca, I so appreciate you, Queen. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for coming through the Hey Queen Thrive and just slaying like only a queen can do. Listen, it, it was just an amazing conversation. So look, Y'all already know the time this is. Y'all already know. Y'all already know it's Thriver Nuggets time. So listen, I wanted to talk to you guys about overcoming the fear of failure. Now, let me just say, your girl does not believe that most people have a fear of failure. And let me tell you why. Because we all have failed at something. I truly believe that many of us have a fear of success. That's my God honest opinion. And I say that because... Success comes with accountability, right? Responsibility, right? And it also has some unknowns, right? You don't know what come what you're walking into when you go on this path to wanting to be successful. I tell you, even from my own personal journey as a, a successful two-time award-winning entrepreneur, best-selling author, all of that good stuff, like success is not easy. <laughs> I tell anybody. When you're walking into things that God is calling you to walk into, you're not going into it all excited, right? You're not over here like, yay, Jesus then called me. Yay. You kind of like, huh? You want me to do what now? You want you want me to go where? Oh, you want me? Oh, okay. Like you you running down 50 million reasons why you can't do it. Like I tell people all the time when I started my entrepreneur journey and I just celebrated five years in April. When I started my entrepreneur journey, like I, I truly feel like I was like Moses. Like you remember when the, you remember in the Bible when Jesus was like, "Yo Moses," and I'm paraphrasing y'all, but Jesus was like, "Yo Moses, I need you to go free my people, right? Like I'm gonna need you to go back, you know what I'm saying, to Egypt, and I'm gonna need you to get my peoples, right? Now, mind you, Moses, right?" had just killed the man, right? He didn't already figure out his whole life is a lie. You know what I'm saying? He thought he was one of them. He thought he was royalty. Then he found out, nah, 
you're not really uh, uh, one of the Egyptians, you know what I'm saying? You're not the Pharaoh in them. You actually like the slaves. You feel what I'm saying? Like Moses was already going through some things, right? And I feel like I can relate to Moses because I feel like when you in the middle of some things, that's when Jesus want to come over here and be like, hey, I need you to start the podcast or, hey, I need you to write that book or, hey, I need you to start that business, right? And so, you know, Moses had that moment at the burning bush, right? And, you know, he he reverenced God. He took his sandals off and everything because he understood that he was standing on holy ground. And Jesus was just like, yo, I need you to go free my people. I need you to go back and tell your brother Pharaoh, you know what I'm saying? Let my people go. And Moses was like, you need me to do what now? <laughs> he was like, huh? Run that back? But not only did he tell Jesus to like run it back, he was like, let me, hold up. Let me, let me come pull out the reasons why I can't do it. Um, so in case you have forgot, I like killed the man. That's one. Um, then he was like, yeah, um, I got this like stuttering problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you haven't noticed, but when I talk to you, Lord, I'd be like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like he literally was running down all the reasons why he couldn't do it. And what I love about the story, though, is God is so strategic, y'all, because God be like, all right, so why are you telling me 50 million things, reasons why you can't do it? Let me just tell you 50 million reasons why you can do it. And he had literally an answer for everything. Like, just, like Moses was like, dude. And he like, uh-huh, okay, so you got a stuttering problem. Cool, I'm going to send your brother Aaron with you, right? So all you got to do is just do what I say do, and Aaron going to be your mouthpiece. <laughs> like that, y'all. <laughs> That's how Jesus be, y'all. Like, he legit be over here like, uh-huh, like, I hear you. You know what I mean? Like, I hear you. Um, but you you were assigned to this. Like, I called you to this. Um, you've been chosen for this, Moses. You know what I'm saying? And so I just need you to understand, like, yeah, you, you, yeah, you're going to have to do it. But I say all that to say, like, we get into this thing about fear of failure and fear of success and all that stuff. And it's really because, like, the assignment is real, man. Like, the weight of that thing is real. The mantle we carry is real, man. Like, it's real. <laughs> and so you you really have to um, overcome that fear, right? And understand that, like, God, if he's calling you to something, if he's calling you to it, man, know that it's for a purpose. It's with a purpose. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I just had to talk about it. So let's just dive into it. How do you overcome this fear of failure? All right, let's talk about it. So the first step I got for you is just breathe, right? So learn how to breathe effectively. Basic breathing techniques such as deep breathing or progressive muscle relaxation will help you to reduce your anxiety and worry, right? Yeah. Tip number two is learn. Listen, y'all, we should be out here learning. So learn from your failure. Think about all the positive lessons that you can learn from failure. Learn from them and grow. Listen, I always tell people like when you want to be successful in life, let me tell you something right now. Factor failure into that success story. Who was it that said? I think it was Will Smith that said you have to fail forward and fail often. Because let me tell you something, the greatest of the greatest of the greats <laughs> have failed. Y'all, you're going to fail. Listen, guess what failure teaches you? Uh, what not to do? <laughs> what didn't work? You know what I'm saying? Like, I always tell my coaching clients, what's the worst that can happen? 
All right, so you failed. You put it out there. It wasn't successful. Cool. That's not the end of the world. That, that just means we need to go back to the drawing board. We need to maybe do some new marketing research. We may need to figure out for real, for real, what our audience wants or who our audience is and all that good stuff, right? So learn from those failures. All right, number three, question. Ask yourself, what is the best that can happen? What is the most likely thing that can happen? And what is the worst thing that can happen? I, listen, did I just say that's one of the things I tell my coaching clients? What is the worst that can happen? Right? So say you, you go ahead and pitch yourself for a media publication and they turn you down. Okay. Listen, I tell people all the time, for me, no means next opportunity. That just means that that wasn't the place that I needed to be. That wasn't the season that I needed to be in. Or that just wasn't the opportunity that God wanted me to walk into. Because he already told me that he would open every door that he wanted me to walk in and close every door that no longer serves me. Right? He already told me that. So if I know that that to be true, then when it comes to the question behind how to overcome my failure, like I, I have to begin to look at failure differently. Like, all right, so if it doesn't happen, then what? If it does happen, then what? <laughs> like, be inquisitive, y'all. All right, number four, identify. So try and spend some time, identify the root cause and where your fear of failure originates from. Ooh, that is so good. Listen, y'all, I don't think we do do enough of that. We really need to do a, do a deep dive into where does this fear of failure really come from? Because when we deep dive into that and we really figure out where that comes from, then we can begin to do the work to release it and overcome it. Because there's something happened somewhere in your life. And when you literally backtrack that thing <laughs> and figure it out, you'll begin, you'll really begin to discover where that came from. All right. Number five, experiment. So plan out behavioral experiment where you can test out the validity of your belief or thought. Mm, I love that. Listen, are you testing this ideology that you have a fear of failure? Like, have you tested it? Have you really tested it? Because I guarantee you, if you really think about it, you probably don't have a fear of failure. You know how I know? Because I used to tell myself the same thing. I used to be like, oh my God, I have this fear of failure. So because I have this fear of failure, I just won't try, I won't do, and yada, yada, yada. And when I deep dived into where that came from and where that belief came from, and I really started to look at the experiences and the, and the examples in my life, I was like, girl, you ain't got no fear of failure. <laughs> you're afraid to succeed. That's what it really is because you're afraid to be held accountable. You're afraid to be held to a higher standard. So yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to like test that thing out. Like test that belief out and really, really figure out, do you really have a fear of failure or is it something else that you're fearing? All right, number six, goals. Review your goals. Are they achievable? Are they realistic? Set smaller, more achievable goals to start. Listen, y'all know I absolutely love me some SMART goals. Y'all know that. And if you don't know what SMART stands for, S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for attainable, R is for realistic, and T is for time bound. Listen, when you are goal setting, you need to make sure that they are achievable and you need to make sure they are realistic. Y'all be out here setting these damn goals trying to be like, oh, I want to I'm a, I'm a make $100,000 this year. 
and yet you ain't got no plan in place. You ain't got no execution. You ain't got no strategy. <laughs> like, huh? I'm gonna need you to make it realistic. Maybe the goal might be I'm gonna make five hundred dollars this year, an extra five. Let's baby step this thing. I'm just saying. All right, number seven, problem solve. Develop your coping skills by learning how to effectively problem solve. I love that. Are we problem solving? Like when this fear of failure arises or this fear of success arises, are we doing the work to really figure it out? Because again, y'all know my saying, what is the worst that can happen? What's the worst? What is the absolute worst that can happen? Just saying. All right, number eight, imagery. Try and imagine yourself in a situation or scenario performing well. Imagery is a great tool to increase confidence. Listen, y'all know I'm all about visualization, all about visualization. I absolutely believe in visualization. I think that we, that's why I have vision boards uh, and I put my vision boards in seven different places um, that I'm always looking at because it's that reminder it's that reminder of this is what I'm reaching for. This is what I'm going after. It's that reminder, right? So definitely, if you're not having some type of visual board or visual visual like space in your like you should have it so that you are always thinking of, like getting that insight, that imagery of like, yeah, this is what I'm trying to attain, right? Put it on the slap it on a piece of paper, right? What is it that you're trying to obtain. And then that also, like it says, helps you to increase that confidence, right? Because when I'm, when I focus on those goals and I know exactly where I'm heading and where I want to go, right? Like now that boosts that confidence that I'm going to get there. All right. Number nine, we only got one more y'all in this countdown of how to overcome that fear of failure. Plan. Have a plan so that you are prepared for what could happen. This will help you reduce your worries. Listen, what is the saying? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Come on in here. Come on in the room. Listen, listen. Y'all need to be planning. Some of y'all out here living life all willy-nilly over here just doing whatever it is that you want to do, however you want to do it. And it's like, huh? What? What y'all doing? I'm going to need y'all to put some plans in place. Listen, I told y'all in the top of 2022, especially if you're a part of my Thrive Tribe and you get my emails, y'all know that we had this conversation already. God literally told me, pray, plan, execute. That was the strategy for 2022. Pray about it. Seek me first. That's what his word says. Seek me first, the kingdom of heaven, right? And then all these things will be added, right? So he told me, seek me first, pray about it, then plan. Go ahead and put that strategy in place and then execute it. That's all you need to be doing. That's all you need to be doing. And number 10 for how to overcome your fear of failure, thinking. Start to challenge your thoughts. When you experience negative thoughts, write them down and challenge them with more rational thinking. Y'all, this is so good. Listen, your thinking, thinking is not helping you on your path to being success to being a successful person, to being a successful entrepreneur, successful at anything. Get those thoughts together, man. They would challenge those thoughts, man. Challenge those self-limiting beliefs because they are the things that are keeping you stuck. They are the things that are keeping you in that belief and that mindset that you're going to fail. Again, y'all already know my saying, what's the worst that can happen? 
what's the worst that can happen? Besides that you learn something either about yourself or about your systems or about how you operate in business, that's all failure is. It's an opportunity to learn, grow, and develop. That's all it is. So stop being fearful of it and understand that you need to you need to factor it into your success story. So listen, this concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Tune in again next week for another Power Pack episode with another Power Pack expert. I love each and every one of you. Each and every one of you stay amazing, stay dope, and most importantly, stay safe. And I'll talk with you guys again soon. Peace and blessings.